My name is Aaron Bowker, and I am the Public Affairs Liaison for the Buffalo Field Office with U.S. Customs and Border Protection. On today's podcast, I am going to be discussing a topic that in my 17 years as a law enforcement officer, I never thought I would see or work through, and that's the role the Office of Field Operations has played during the COVID-19 pandemic, and more recently, the travel restrictions placed on the northern and southern borders but even more specifically, how that has worked right here on our New York border. On January 31st, 2020, the president signed the first proclamation, followed by additional proclamations on February 29th, March 11th, and March 14th, to suspend the entry into the United States of persons who pose a risk of transmitting the novel coronavirus, or better known as COVID-19. These presidential proclamations prohibited the entry into the United States of certain foreign nationals who have been physically present in mainland China, Iran, Ireland, the United Kingdom, or Europe's 26-country Shenzhen area in the 14 days preceding their attempted entry into the United States. Then, on March 21, 2020, CBP began implementing legal authorities held by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC, to ensure that COVID-19 was not further introduced into the United States. CBP introduced temporary restrictions that limited entry into the U.S. northern and southern land borders to persons engaged in essential travel, including lawful trade, emergency response, and public health purposes. On April 20th, the travel restrictions were extended for an additional 30 calendar days. So that brings to question, what constitutes an essential traveler? U.S. citizens, lawful permanent residents, and certain other travelers are exempt from the restrictions on entry at U.S. land borders. These individuals will receive the same processing, evaluation, and potential CDC medical screening that all entrants undergo at U.S. ports of entry. In addition, travelers such as healthcare, infrastructure, and official government workers, to name a few. The travel restrictions have reduced passenger traffic by 90 to 95% at most locations in New York. However, commercial traffic continues to be processed and CBP personnel are prepared to ensure the security of our supply chain. Supply chains, including trucking, are not subject to new travel restrictions. These supply chains ensure that food, fuel, and life-saving medicines reach people on all sides of the border. CBP continues to facilitate the cross-border movement of legitimate cargo as there has been no identified threat related to cargo shipments. So how has CBP been protecting the country and its employees as it screens travelers? If CBP observes an individual who has symptoms of COVID-19 or who otherwise meets the CDC's COVID-19 screening guidelines, we will refer the individual to CDC, DHS medical contractors, or other local health officials for enhanced health screening. Our dedicated agents, officers, and mission support personnel are working tirelessly to protect America's borders, slow the spread of the virus, and facilitate the cross-border flow of food, medicine, and other essential commerce, while also ensuring the health, safety, and security of our workforce and the American people. We 
have received a lot of questions about the current unique situation from the public and media concerning operations. So we have gathered the most frequently asked questions in order to provide as much guidance to the public as we can. First question, how many CBP employees have tested positive for COVID-19? CBP is taking every available precaution to minimize the risk of exposure to our workforce and to members of the public with whom we interact. We have published information about employees who have tested positive for COVID-19 at www.cbp.gov newsroom coronavirus. Next question. How is CBP tracking interactions between employees who test positive for COVID-19 and their colleagues? CBP's Senior Medical Advisor and Occupational Safety and Health Team established robust procedures to ensure that any member of CBP's workforce who is exposed to COVID-19 receives appropriate and timely medical evaluation, diagnosis, and treatment. All employees at facilities where an exposure has occurred are notified at the earliest opportunity. Employees who have been in direct contact with a colleague who has tested positive for COVID-19 are provided with guidance based on the specific risks associated with the exposure. So what does CBP do to protect its workforce? CBP has implemented a proactive, multi-layered approach to minimize our employees' exposure to COVID-19 as they fulfill CBP's critical national security mission. All CBP employees have access to an online resource portal that was established in the early days of the COVID-19 outbreak to provide up-to-date health and safety information. Among other information, the resource portal contains risk exposure guidance, job-specific PPE guidelines, workforce support resources, and CDC prevention guidance. CBP leadership, including the senior medical advisor, are providing frequent video and written updates to keep employees informed about this quickly evolving pandemic. Next question received was, what specific protective equipment is CBP providing to agents and officers? CBP took early action to, to ensure that all sectors and field offices have a ready supply of personal protective equipment, including nitrate gloves, N95 respirators, eye protection, and disposable outer garments. CBP also provided comprehensive guidance to all personnel on using PPE based on infectious disease risks, job functions, and job settings. So what about preparedness? Has CBP ever dealt with something like this? Yes, we have dealt with the past outbreaks of tuberculosis, SARS, Ebola, and other communicable diseases. CBP remains vigilant and is ready to prevent the spread of any communicable disease that we encounter. So does CBP have a contingency plan in place to continue to process trade and travel if a majority of its workforce becomes infected with COVID-19? Yes, CBP has business continuity plans in place to address the effects of pandemics, natural disasters, and other events. CBP continuously monitors staffing levels and will make adjustments as needed to accomplish the CBP mission and protect the American people. Why is CBP implementing Title 42 of the U.S. Code Part 265? This strategy will allow the U.S. government to slow the introduction of COVID-19 into the United States by expelling inadmissible individuals who have transited through countries experiencing outbreaks of the virus. This will reduce the CBP workforce's risk of exposure during processing and operations. At the same time, CBP will devote resources to combating the critical element 
that may try to take advantage of the crisis to further their illegal enterprises. So what about the land border travel restrictions? Is CBP closing the border? The U.S.-Canada and U.S.-Mexico borders remain open to essential travel, including lawful trade, emergency response, and public health purposes. CBP remains steadfast in its commitment to facilitate the cross-border movement of food, fuel, workers, and life-saving medicines that are needed to protect our nation. So what qualifies as essential travel? Essential travel includes, but is not limited to, individuals traveling to receive medical treatment, traveling to attend educational institutions, traveling to work in the United States, traveling for emergency response and public health purposes, engaged in lawful cross-border trade with truck drivers, engaged in official government travel or diplomatic travel, members of the U.S. Armed Forces and the spouses and children of members of the U.S. Armed Forces returning to the United States, and individuals engaged in military-related travel or operations. Are U.S. citizens able to return to the United States via the land borders? Yes, U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents may return to the United States via the U.S., Canada, and U.S.-Mexico borders. Here's a question that we got over the last several weeks. Is cross-border travel permitted for purchasing fuel, groceries, and other supplies? Cross-border travel for the purpose of purchasing supplies generally is not permissible under the current travel restrictions unless the traveler seeks to purchase supplies not readily available where they reside in Canada or Mexico. Is cross-border travel permitted for the purpose of visiting minor children or other immediate family members in the United States? In general, cross-border travel for the purpose of visiting immediate family members generally is not permissible under the new travel restrictions. Limited exceptions may be granted for individuals who serve as caretakers or who are providing transport to a medical appointment. Will CBP close any ports of entry due to reduced traveler volumes? CBP is reducing the hours of operation at certain ports of entry along both land borders, which will allow CBP to continue to provide service to border communities while minimizing the risk of COVID-19 exposure to our workforce and to members of the public. CBP recognizes the importance of maintaining a strong and secure economic supply chain and commercial trucks crossing the border will not largely be impacted by these reduced hours. We have also taken measures to ensure that the limited closures will not significantly impact critical infrastructure support or health and safety support. One of the last questions we received was, does CBP plan to furlough any employees because of decreasing travel volumes and reduced hours at ports of entry? CBP does not have plans to furlough employees due to the travel restrictions. As traveler volumes fall at some ports of entry, CBP officers are focusing on other vital aspects of our mission, such as facilitating the entry of medical supplies and disrupting the flow of illegal narcotics. This concludes this portion of the Cross Border Podcast. We hope you find this episode informative. For more information on CBP's efforts during the COVID-19 pandemic, please visit our website at cbp.gov. We hope everyone is staying safe and healthy.